Many nations have upped their space exploration activities recently, but why are they doing so? Hello and welcome to another episode of News Explained. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. Japan's Hayabusa 2 landed safely in Australia on Sunday, completing its 6-year mission to collect samples from an asteroid named Ryugu. Scientists believe that Ryugu could contain organic matter which could have contributed to life on Earth. China's Chang'e 5, which landed on the moon on the 1st of December, is now one step closer to bringing home the first samples of the moon since 1976. The landing site is said to contain rocks and soil that are 3.2 to 4 billion years old. These samples can help scientists understand the moon's volcanic activities. Just 3 days after it landed, the ascent vehicle carrying the sample lifted off from the moon and entered its orbit just 6 minutes later. This is where it gets really special. The ascent vehicle docked with the waiting Chang'e 5's orbiter robotically. This is the first time ever that this was done by a uncrewed mission. The European Space Agency's BepiColombo's mission, which was launched in 2018, is on its way to Mercury. With this mission, scientists want to chart the planet's mineralogy and elemental composition, determine if the planet's interior is molten, and investigate the planet's magnetic field. The agency's other missions, which are going to be launched in the coming years, include Ariel or the Atmospheric Remote Sensing Infrared Exoplanet Large Survey Mission, Athena or the Advanced Telescope for High Energy Astrophysics and LISA or the Laser Interferometer Space Antenna. Ariel which is scheduled to be launched in 2029 will study exoplanets while Athena and LISA which will be launched in the 2030s will study black holes among other things. NASA has two missions planned for 2021. The Perseverance rover which will be launched in February 2021 will search for signs of habitable conditions on Mars from the past or for signs of past microbial life. The James Webb Space Telescope, which will be launched in October 2021, will study the first galaxies in the early universe. Our very own ISRO has many plans too. The Chandrayaan-2 mission was quasi-successful. The lunar orbiter was deployed perfectly, but the agency lost contact with the Vikram lander just before touchdown. However, the orbiter is still sending back crucial data to the ISRO team. India is planning a series of missions, be it the Chandrayaan-3 or the Gaganyaan human space mission and her very own international space station among many others. Even smaller nations like Israel and the UAE and private companies like SpaceX and Virgin Galactic are entering this field like never before. In fact, space companies receive 5.8 billion dollars across 198 investment rounds in 2019 alone, according to an investment firm, Space Angels. So, why are public and private players investing in space technology anyway? Well, there are many benefits. For starters, satellites are used in every sphere of life. beat and covering breaking news stories or sending tv signals directly or sending tv signals directly to our homes navigating through the streets using systems like the gps to study and predict the weather and the impact of climate change and even to defend the nation we use satellites every time a report by the satellite industry association said that 386 commercial satellites were deployed in 2019 alone adding to the 2460 satellites that are already circling the earth 
it added that the space economy grew by 366 billion dollars that year a growth of 1.7% compared to 2018 the satellite broadband revenue grew by 19% to 2.8 billion dollars satellite geomapping services grew by 11% to 2.3 billion dollars the report also says that the us is the leader in both manufacturing and launching services therefore it is not extremely difficult to see that countries which master this technology can easily control the industry which is growing at exponential rates interestingly we also use a lot of items that were originally made for space exploration would you believe that items like artificial limbs scratch resistant lenses insulin pump solar pv cells freeze dried food the cell phone camera ice resistant aeroplanes portable computers etc all use technology which were originally designed to make space missions possible or keep track of the astronauts health secondly scientists believe that the moon and the asteroid have some rare metals that are not available in abundance here on earth some of these are essential for manufacturing electronic devices electric vehicle batteries and military equipment china is by far the largest producer of these rare metals producing 132000 metric tons of it just last year this is followed by the us which produces 26000 mt of rare metals myanmar australia and india are other top producers right now we don't have the technology to mine the moon or the asteroids but knowing what resources are out there is a great starting point it is not just rare materials which can be found in the outer space recently NASA astronaut Kate Rubins harvested radishes that she grew in the ISS. With this experiment, the space agency wanted to identify the optimum balance of care and feeding needed to grow vegetables in space. Let us enter the sci-fi realm a bit now. If we are able to master technology that would help humans set up a base on the moon, it could help man missions to other planets and possibly other solar systems eventually. This can be useful when we destroy mother earth. Sounds cool, doesn't it? But is it ethical? Until the next time, this is Nivedita signing off.